Hello everyone. Good morning once again. So I'm coming to you all the way from the throne room of God to present to you this morning's kingdom message. I hope you're all doing very well. And I pray that the word of God will speed ahead. And I pray that his word will be added wherever it goes in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. So, and we learned yesterday that once we are born again and we are new creations and we plead the blood that no fallacy from hell should be embraced but it is the truth of God that will bring our seed. We learn that God is never punishing us for our past life. That Satan is the one deceiving us to pay again for our punishments or the items that Jesus has already paid. And we shall know the truth and the truth shall set us free. This is the truth that sets us free. This is the truth that the enemy does not want us to know. The truth that sets us free from his bondage of ignorance, his bondage of lies and deception. Many are slaves of Satan because we do not know the truth. The enemy has held many in chains only because we do not know what we have. Okay, so the Bible says in Galatians chapter 4 verse 1 that for the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. Okay, so though we are lords of all, that is the kings of this earth and overcomers over the enemy as well, we are still seen as servants because we are, we are babies. Okay, we are immature. As children, we are still in bondage under the elements of the world. Even though God has sent for his son to redeem us from under the law so that we might receive the adoption of sons, many of us still do not know what the son has done for us. So we are still wallowing in slavery. The enemy will present to us like many images, especially in dreams. But like when we wake up, we, we, must, we must shake off those images and stand upon the word of God. See, he is very skillful. The Bible says that he is subtle at what he does. So, he can make us like have what we term like very real dreams. You can have what we see like real dreams. But how can a liar ever speak truth to us? How do we allow a liar to make us cry? Jesus told us in John 8 44 that this man is a liar and has been lying since the beginning he said there is no single truth found in him jesus said that the language he even speaks is not true it is not english it is not it is not aramaic it is it is called lie so then why do you want to understand his language by reacting to what he tells us you see, when we react, it means that we understand his language. But then we're not supposed to understand his language because it's, it's a lie. Now compare that dream or that belief to God's word in the Bible. Now where in the Bible does it say that you should be in that situation? Now see, this is what I believe. So I had, I had this dream, okay? It was a very bad one and it seemed so real. It even involved my emotions too. Now when I woke up, immediately I invoked Hebrews chapter 12. 
I said, no way. God said, I have come to Mount Zion. I began to say everything that Mount Zion does for, 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 for its inhabitants. And I said that. And then I addressed Satan. I was like, look, Satan, I am an actress too. I know very well how to stir up emotions in my audience. I am not impressed. I waved that foolish line back to hell. And I practically laughed in my room. I laughed at him. And I felt so free and light throughout the day. <laughs> but guess what? He didn't give up. So shortly after that, there was another dream. This time around, it was like more serious. And I must confess that initially, I was starting to feel like disappointed. Let me say in God because I was like, why should God let me have this kind of dream? Okay, I felt he had disappointed me. But these, these, were, these were starting thoughts though. And they were creeping in so slowly. Now when I think of it right now, I'm deeply convinced it was the enemy sending those signals. Okay, and they were like slowly, they were just coming in and coming in. It was just about time that they had to have like a firm grip on me. But they were coming in slowly, like that. Yeah, now before I go on, let me remind you of something that James said. In James chapter 1, okay, he says that um, when we are going through trials or we are going through temptation, we must, not, we must not say God is tempting me, okay? Because first of all, one, God is never tempted to do wrong. or And secondly, God never tempts anyone else. Do you understand? God never is tempted to do wrong and God never tempts anyone. So when we are going through trust and temptation, we shouldn't say that God is tempting us. Verse 14 says that temptation comes from our own desires. Okay, so our own desires are what entices us and, and our own are what entice us and drag us away from God. So you see, that trial you are going through is something of a great concern to you. Okay, there's an object of contention in there which Satan knows is of great importance to you. It is something the enemy knows he can use to draw your attention from God. It is something he can use to get your attention. Do you understand? It's like, for instance, let's look at Jesus, okay, our master Jesus. Like when he was here on earth as man, Matthew 4 says that he was tempted by the devil. The Bible says that we shouldn't see that. Um, the Bible says that God is not tempted. But here, he, he was tempted as man. Let me, let me show you how that was possible. Now, as man, look at this. Um, there, were, there were three primary concerns that Jesus had when he was here as man. Number one, food. The Bible says that he had fasted 40 days and so he was hungry. Okay. So, the number one primary concern was food. Number two, with the desire to prove that he was indeed the son of God. It was this heartfelt desire that all should believe that he is. And so they should come to him so that they will be saved. That was his desire. The third desire was to conquer the whole world, to submit under his like, eternal kingdom. So that all men would not suffer under Satan's tyranny of oppression and evil and wickedness. But to free every man so they can enjoy the father's desires. Okay, That is to free every man to see the light. So that was it. that was the man Jesus' desires, okay? And the temptation came in that in that in that region. The first one was that if you are God, if you're the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread, okay, so that he can get food to eat. Do you understand? Number two, jump off, jump off, okay. For the scriptures see that he will order or command his angels to protect you. Do you understand? That was the number two one. And number three is that I will give all referring to the kingdoms of the world and their glory if you knew and worship me now that was so that um that, that was 
to tempt his desire to conquer the whole world to submit under his eternal kingdom okay so you see temptations come as a result of our own desires okay now somebody is saying right now that the, the devil was saying that um jump of four the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you okay so um i want us to discuss this later because it's going to make me veer off a little but but let me let me just establish a point here um huh. okay so what i can say to this is that yes yes every power okay stems from the word of god every authority stems from the word of god okay now i wish this this were very very simple for me to do but i will try as much as possible to make it very very possible now the use of god's word against him okay and in favor of man or to support man's action is occultism the devil here at this point was practicing occultism he was using god's word okay against god he said jump off the scriptures jump off for the scriptures say that he will order his angels protect that was what god indeed said but then he was using it against god do you understand there was a time that that jesus's um kingdom would come to him but Jesus was to use it against him so that he would do it as at that time then now do it now okay and it was it wasn't to glorify god it, it, it would have done that to glorify jesus it was god's own it was jesus's own desire to do it like now and then okay so it would have been turned against god okay let me let me end here right now because if i go into this i may not be able to finish on time let me end here um i i, I hope to to finish this um the next time we have a session i pray that god's word will, will stay in your hearts god's word will will guide you and guard you the spirit of god himself will rule you and he'll bring you to his own truth i pray that you have a very blessed day today stay blessed because you are blessed